welcome to the Beautiful Life Podcast. This message is by Nigel Desmond. So, I just love this time of the year. Um, since a kid, Christmas has always been my favorite time of the year. And I think partly it's just because at Christmas time, my imagination would just go crazy. And uh, me and my brother, I can remember actually my my parents harnessing the gift of our imagination to get us out of the house. And uh, Christmas Eve, I remember I have this vivid memory of when I was probably about eight or nine years of age. My parents convinced me that Father Christmas would not come unless we sung Jingle Bells enough. And so my brother and I, <laughs> I were don't know singing. if I would do that. <laughs> no. I'd be so sick of jingle bells. <laughs> no, 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 no. They were very clever. They, my brother and I were sent to the bottom of the garden <laughs> where there was this rock that we sat on. And the two of us sat there. I was like nine. He was probably about 11. And the two of us just sang jingle bells over and over and over again at the top of our voices. Do you still and like this song? I love it. I love it. Jingle bells. Jingle. And we just yelled it out. Um, just, you know, to get Father Christmas to come. And, you know, the amazing thing was I can remember coming up to Christmas, my imagination would go wild. I'd just be imagining Father Christmas coming. I would be imagining the lights and the parties and everything that, uh, that, uh, that would happen. And then on Christmas Eve, Father Christmas would arrive. <laughs> and um, I can remember that particular day we were singing at the top of our lungs, Jingle Bells. And Father Christmas arrived on our upstairs balcony, which you could see from the rocks. And he would always start with, <laughs> and I remember just like screaming, terrified. <laughs> the, 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 oh, ho, ho. Like, no, 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 like, you'd be like, <laughs> and I remember, <laughs> I, I can remember. I, I loved Father Christmas, but I was a little bit terrified of him, to be honest. I, I can imagine. I wonder why. <laughs> Well, the thing was, I knew every year Father Christmas would ask me the question. He, and I'd sit on his lap and he'd ask me, have you been a good boy, Nigel? And I'd burst into tears because I knew he knew I hadn't been a good boy. I mean, like, uh, he honestly expected me to be good for an entire year. I don't think I was ever good for a week um, in my childhood. But he was always, uh, always good. I, I can remember getting excited about it. And, you know... It just makes me think that imagination is just this incredible force for good because the, the days leading up to Christmas were so exciting. I, as a child, I remember it just being so filled with joy because of the expectancy that was developed in, uh, in my heart. And it just reminds me of that scripture in Hebrews 11 verse 1 that says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen you know the the not seen that's the the realm of the imagination the realm of the the spiritual uh, the spiritual realm and as christmas approached i would just have such an expectancy for good things to happen and if i look back i know it was for a couple of reasons the first thing was i trusted my dad and my mom i i knew my mom and dad uh, they loved me and they had a good plan for uh, for Christmas, and that was going to be good. And I'll be honest, I just expected presents under that tree. <laughs> I just expected presents to crop up underneath uh, that tree. 
And I was just thinking that, you know, if we could be more childlike um, all year round and be like a child right before, uh, before Christmas. Well, the Bible actually says that we need to be like children to enter the kingdom of heaven. And, you know, uh, Christmas is a great time to actually check your, your imagination gauge. Mm -hmm. It's a great time for you to say, well, what are you imagining? Are you, are you imagining good things? Are you looking under, you know, looking into the, your future and you're expecting good things? Um, or are you, have you just turned your imagination off? Or even worse, has the enemy harnessed your imagination for bad things? Um, what, what, what are you using your imagination for? You know, every child, well, most children, let me say, um, expect presents under the tree. And they expect them to be good. But you know what? My dad, as much as I loved him, was not a perfect father. But our Heavenly Father is a perfect father. And his love can't be compared to anything on earth. It's so, uh, so great. And he says, I know the plans I have for you. Plans for good and not for, uh, for evil. And yeah, we were just, you know, we've been talking the last couple of days about the power of expectancy mm -hmm. and the, the power of using your imagination to dream again. Well, the imagination is actually the womb of faith. And I think um, we sometimes forget the, the fact that God has actually given us um, our imagination um, and it's for good. It can be used, just like any part of us can be used for good or for evil. But God intended for our imagination to be used for good. And especially over this, these last couple of years, um, well, mm, not yeah. especially over the last um, two years, two years yeah. um, you know, the media especially, and I mean, just speaking to people, you know, um, I'm sure a lot of people have had their imagination working overtime with... Um, where things are going, what's happening, you know, scenarios. Um, and, um, and, it, and it's very good to actually check in, like Nigel was saying, and saying, like, what, who is using my imagination? Uh, who am I allowing? Who, well, let's put it this way. Who am I partnering with in my imagination? I remember um, recently... I was going through a really, really challenging time, challenging circumstances, and um, I was just speaking to the Lord about it, you know, and I was, you know, I was thinking about it and, and just praying about it. And, um, and, you know, eventually the Lord said to me, um, Debbie, what are you seeing? And I said, well, I, I'm seeing what I'm going through right now. And that's what we're talking about, God, you know, um, and the Lord asked me, what are you seeing, Debbie? And I was like, well, I'm seeing like what I'm going through. That's what we're chatting about, you know. Um, and then the Lord said to me, but that is the problem. He said, he asked me, what is faith? And I, I remembered, obviously, um, Hebrews 11, which says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the conviction of the unseen. And the Lord just told me, my future that I was talking to him about of how terrible things are looking now and you know what I was how are we going to change the circumstance and I'm bemoaning it and looking forward and saying God what are we going to do about this he said to me your future that you're so worried about 
that you think it looks so bleak, it's unformed right now. And you just said to me, switch off unbelief, partner with your faith and start imagining your future. Um, start imagining your future and what it looks like and start speaking that out. And, you know, just like in Genesis 1, God spoke, he, he envisaged a world. Before he said, let there be light, he must have imagined, you know, I'd like this. You know, just before you start a creative project, you sort of have an idea and he must have had an idea. He must have used his imagination. I mean, after all, we are made in his image. He must have used his imagination and then he starts started speaking it into being and so you know god reminded me of hebrews 11 verse 2 uh, 3 which says by faith we understand that the universe was created by the word of god so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visible everything that is around us is made from the unseen realm and a large amount of that starts in our imagination before someone builds a house they have an idea in their, their, their mind and it works similarly in the spiritual realm. And God was speaking to me and saying, Debbie, you need to start speaking into your future. You, by faith, can call forth my good plan for you in the future. Come on. And just as faith is the substance of things hoped for, fear is faith in the wrong kingdom. Exactly. Good so, point. you know, if you... Faith is a substance of things hoped for. Fear is the is the substance of something things that feared. you are no something that you're expecting in a negative sense. So, um, and you get what you expect because faith or fear is the substance of that. Um, and you call that you in a sense you call that into being what you imagine, what you look for um, in the future. You call that into being, and you start guiding your life towards whatever you you're expecting. And um, on the point you were making about being childlike, Dad, something that is so wonderful about being the oldest child in this family is I'm 24 now, and I, we still have Father Christmas, we still have stockings, we still make cookies, and it's because there's an 11-year-old that still looks outside her window for Rudolph's red nose. And it's just I still happy. look out my window for Rudolph's red nose. But why? Oh, this because we got this Christmas and I'm sending you to the back garden singing jingle bells before the Christmas comes. But the reason is is because we still have little children in our house and because of that the the childlikeness of Christmas has never died. We don't have a grown up Christ Christmas in this house. We have carols, we've got cookies, we've got Christmas trees, we've got um, yeah, running outside, looking for the reindeer, trying to hear bells. Um, and Let's be just... honest, the 11-year-old is our excuse, exactly. not our reason. But I, have, <laughs> but I have a lot of friends and they, have a gro they, they grew up and at some point they've got their adult kids now with their parents and they have a very dignified, very simple Christmas, which, you know, there's nothing wrong with that, but it just makes Christmas so much more fun if you can experience Christmas as a child. And I think that as I think parents would be able to say that didn't Christmas just be wasn't Christmas reborn when Absolutely. you had kids yeah, yeah. and when you began to experience Christmas through the eyes of a child, 
um, again. And I think that sometimes it is, it's just that childlikeness. And you know, we have that excuse, but I think that because I've lived so many years doing Christmas like this, I will always be the child at Christmas. I think we all will, because it's just habit now. Um, and this is, this, is, this is what we expect. So when it comes to Christmas, we expect Rudolph and we expect Father Christmas squeezing down our very little chimney. And I've had to explain that a couple of times as to how he fits. Um, we expect the cookies and icing and singing and dancing and we expect all of these things and then because we expect them we live it out and we make sure that that happens. So from our family to yours we just want to encourage you to reawaken your imagination. Expect good things. Expect the presence to invade your home this Christmas. I want to encourage you joy is the gift of Jesus this uh, this Christmas. Okay. You know, he is the joy of the whole earth and God is releasing a new wave of joy to you and to your family this Christmas. And we just wanna wish you a very Merry Christmas in this season. And we say we love you and we bless you. And bring substance to the things that you're hoping for through faith. Our belief and our expectation for you for 2022, that this is gonna be the best year yet let's dream together let's believe together for the presence of jesus to invade our homes he is the greatest gift has always been the main gift of christmas it's been jesus and from our family to yours we wish you the best best christmas we hope you have enjoyed this message from nigel desmond for more information please visit nigelanddebbie.org